0: Hello and welcome to Joplin Globe Candidate Casts. I'm Joe Hadsell, digital editor for The Globe, and the moderator of these interviews designed to give you a more detailed insight into the views and stances of people running for Joplin City Council on April 7. Think of this interview series like a forum. We asked each of the 11 candidates the same question. Then instead of a minute or two for each question, we gave them a pool of overall time for them to answer each question. The questions were developed with the help of Globe readers on Facebook and Twitter. Refer to the Candidate Cast page on JoplinGlobe.com to see the entire rules and guidelines we used to ensure that questions were asked fairly. In a nutshell, candidates were not allowed to see the questions in advance of their recording time. While we asked each candidate the same questions, the order of them was changed based on the conversation. conversation. Each candidate was given a general window of about 20 minutes to answer all of the questions. The interviews range in duration times. In some cases, candidates chose to use less of the time available. In other cases, we asked follow-up questions to ensure the main question was answered. The interviews are unedited, and we did not publish any of these podcasts until every candidate's interview was recorded. Joshua Bard, 46, is the store manager for Wireless Lifestyle, a Sprint cell phone service retailer in Joplin. Full disclosure, in 2017, the Globe joined Bard's hosting of a forum for Joplin school board candidates. He was elected to the council in 2018, but resigned his seat after a question about a previous drug-related conviction in 2006 resulted in a legal battle with the city. That conviction was expunged from his record in 2019. A lifelong Joplin resident... He is running against Christina Williams, Kenan Cortez, and Shauna Ackerson for a four-year general seat on the council. All right, hello, Josh. Uh, You are fresh here. Looks like you're fresh from work. I see the sprint t-shirt that you are wearing. Uh, How'd your day at work go today?
1: Pretty good. Good deal. Still going. Excellent.
0: Excellent. Still getting customers, and that's a good problem to have, huh?
1: Yes, absolutely.
0: (laughs) Excellent. Excellent. Yeah, just to take an opportunity to introduce yourself uh, for about 30 to 60 seconds. Uh, tell us about your background
1: and uh, about uh, why you're running. Well, first of all, thanks for having me out here, Joe. Um, I, of course, my name is Josh Bard. I am running for the four-year general seat. Uh, I've been a lifelong Joplin resident. I've got a beautiful wife, some a few children, um, mostly grown. I still have one in the, in the house. Uh, I've sat on the capital improvements committee for the last four years now since 2016 uh i sit on the jasper county uh family support program board um and that's that's what i've been doing. i work and and hunt and that's
0: about it okay good yeah the uh, was there a single thing that got you motivated or fired up enough to go through the process of finding people to sign your petition and actually run for the council
1: um, this go around, uh, I'm sure there's a lot of people familiar with, with uh, 2018. Um, I, I, this was a special motivation for me, uh, considering you know going through the process of having an expungement done and, and 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 getting to go through that process again. I think that that's a it was important to me to finish finish what I started, and that means running again. So.
0: Okay. Well, let's talk about that a little bit. In 2018, you ran and you won, and then a uh, the identification of a past felony on your record uh, led to you resigning. Uh, whenever it was decided that you you did not meet the qualifications for office. Correct. In the interim, there's been the city. Revising its rules to update that Thanks to your situation There's also been the expungement Which removes your felony from the legal record But does not exactly require Voters' minds and memories to be wiped Um, Because uh, My question for you is this Because of I guess the best way to ask this question Is if another challenge To your candidacy or your qualification For office emerges What's your path of action this time? Do you resign again? Do you fight it?
1: I'll I'll fight it this time. Um, I've taken all precautions this time as far as, you know, the felony, um, everything that goes along with it. Uh, I've I've talked with the city this time to make for sure that everything was was good. Um, They assured me everything was good this time. So um, I I proceeded to to go through the process again. So,
0: um,
1: yeah, this time I would definitely fight it. Okay. I would have fought it last time, but... (laughs) You know it was a it was a no-win situation considering the supreme court had already ruled on such a familiar case so okay good deal
0: all right um (laughs) let's start off with uh let's start off with the economy Uh, business leaders uh, around town say that the city's economic prosperity hinges on our ability to attract and retain to attract and retain young diverse knowledge economy professionals into the community do you agree with that and uh whether you do or whether you're not or whether you do or whether you don't, how should we proceed in developing our economy?
1: Actually, this morning, I took a, I thought about that a lot. And something that kept coming to mind was going back to the basics, back to the basics, back to the basics. You know, and as we look at the nation and any growth potential and stuff like that there, um, yes, technology, knowledge-based diversity when it comes to that is definitely gonna have to be a must when it comes to any growth potential in the future. Um, but we can't we can't forget about the jobs that we currently have here we've got tons of manufacturing jobs open we have a lot of other different type jobs open in that area you know we need to train um, for those jobs as well and not just leave that that part of our city behind um, you know I, the smart city idea was actually one of my 2018 campaign ideas um, to see it coming into fruition uh, now is is phenomenal. I think that there is extreme potential when it comes to uh, a smart city um, and bringing. Provided we get the the 5G fiber optics and all that good stuff, that to where um, any any technology that wants to come here, they're going to have to have that bandwidth in order to to even think about operating uh, in such a way.
0: All right. Okay. Another part of your 2018 campaign was law enforcement issues. You were a supporter of police and firefighters. You called for them to, as I recall, you called for more salaries, uh, better pensions. Uh, the How do you think the state of law enforcement and emergency services are right now, and what work remains to be done?
1: Um, step two is, you know, the, the council in 2018 promised um, that they would increase pay, uh, provided Prop B or something along those lines were to pass, um, it passed by a landslide, if, if you will. Um, I, it's, it's time for the city to step up and, and, and keep, keep that promise. Uh, absolutely. You know, after listening to, uh, at the last Capital Improvement and Public Safety Committee meeting, on yesterday actually, uh, they sound like they're, they're in good shape, you know, as far as staffing and stuff like that. Uh, so yes, it's, it's coming around now. We just need to cross the line, the the finish line when it comes to that. So, okay.
0: You know, things like that take money. And, uh, one of the things that Joplin has turned to for, uh, possibly getting more revenue is a use tax. Uh, a number of cities, uh, they keep going back to use tax issues on the ballot. Uh, Joplin has asked voters for one, uh, three times now, if you're elected, is it a fourth time?
1: You know, um, it takes money to operate a city, we all know that, and every city just about across the country is required or re- operates on tax money, and it, the tax money comes from from the, the people in the community. Um, Joplin, however, you know, on the weekends swells up quite considerably, so we have a lot of out, outside revenue coming in as well when it comes to tax. Um, talking to Bill White, uh, I need to talk to him more in depth about what we talked about a, f- a few weeks ago as far as rewording. Um, I think that that needs to be considered. Um, I'm not to speak as if I know completely, I don't, but um, I definitely want to take a look at that further as far as rewording the uh, use tags.
0: Okay, good idea. Um. <laughs> Let's talk about downtown a little bit. Uh, You can hear the traffic in the background. Uh, We can certainly hear it on this podcast. Uh, We are proud members of the downtown area. Uh, We have heard downtown advocates uh, suggest a range of transformations for this area. Some of them are simple. Some of them are a little bit more radical. What is your vision for downtown, and how do we get there?
1: Again, back to basics, Um, you know, a a thriving downtown in most communities uh, gives off the perception that the, the city itself is, is thriving as well. Um, I think that uh, all the groups in Joplin that are, are driving, you know one um, Joplin, they've got the neighborhood council, um, connected culture, all those, they're all starting to, I believe, go the right direction when it comes to this. Uh, a couple of years ago, it, they seemed a bit all over the place. Man. So I think that they're actually starting to come together and go one direction with it. And I believe that that's you're gonna see good things in the future when it comes to this. So
0: Okay good uh, One of the things that's on the mind of Missourians is the will of voters. Uh, the legislature is working to undo parts of an amendment. That were passed in 2018 Uh, We already brought up the use tax Where voters have said no uh, Yet cities continually bring it up I ask you those to ask you this What sorts of issues Do you feel so strongly about That you're going to stick with your convictions And your conscience Even when voters feel the complete opposite
1: The voters voice Is just that, it's their voice Um, If we put something up uh, it's our job to try and put it back up again. To overturn and this, to overturn something that the voters have already voted on, is not right. I don't think that that is right in any way, shape, or form. It needs to go back to the voters um, as many times as, if, as necessary, if if that's what it takes. But um, to just blatantly overturn something is no. That's not how it works.
0: Okay. So are you saying that you have none of those issues? That if your constituency has already voted, then you're not going to go against their vote?
1: To try and overturn something? Is that what you're
0: asking? Uh, to, uh, to do anything that voters have said something. Or I'll expand it to mean if you know how voters feel. I'm trying to get a sense of what kind of issues are so strong to you that you're going to stick to them regardless of what the people uh, in your ear are saying.
1: not sure if I completely understand what you're asking, but um, are you talking about like the use tax, for instance, two, three, four times? Uh, I'm,
0: it, as far as issues go, I'm an open book. What okay. kinds of, yeah, uh, they could be national issues that we hear talked about in national politics. They could be local issues that we hear talked about just in the city of Joplin.
1: That's one of those things where I would just have to take it as it comes. It's not, um, I have no particular issue at this, at the present time, um, you know, Local politics is gonna be completely different from national politics. Um, we have our issues. The nation has their issues. Um, we're concerned about our issues locally and what it's gonna to take to make our community better.
0: Okay. I guess we all have issues, huh? Yes, we all have issues. All right. <laughs> yeah. um, of all the subjects that we've talked about and of all the subjects we haven't talked about, I want you to pick one. What's your priority? And what do you do to solve it?
1: As far as locally? When it yeah. Comes to the, uh, when you get uh, on the step, board. Step yeah. two was going to be a, a number one priority. Um, you know, of course, Facebook platform, you hear all kinds of stuff, whether it be real or not. Um, <laughs> you have to pay, at least pay attention to it somewhat and make for sure that um, if it does cross your path, that it, it uh, you, you remember what, you, what you've seen. Okay. Um, Step two is definitely it. Uh, Driving uh, more attraction to Joplin is another one. I know that we've all got big, big, bright ideas, but I think that um, getting back to the basics, filling filling the trade positions and and stuff in our community, um, giving those that are here a leg up already or help to get there uh, through trade schooling or anything like that, Um, Those are going to be some issues that I would love to see come to the table uh, once I get to council. Okay, good deal. But priority
0: number one is the law enforcement, the next step. okay, That's definitely
1: the the finish there.
0: All right. Um, The city will have probably chosen a new city manager by the time the election rolls around. Um, I imagine that you thought uh, considerably uh, during your 2018 run about city management. Tell me how you feel about what we've had up to this point, and how would you advise the current council in picking a new manager?
1: When it comes to the current city manager, the interim, is actually doing a pretty good job from what I understand. So um, I understand he doesn't want to take the position, but... Uh, nonetheless, uh, you know, to the current council, I would definitely look at not just um, their credentials, but what they've actually done, what they've actually succeeded in doing for their communities that they've worked in. Um, you know, not talk not to talk about about Sam, uh, but you know, experience. We need experience when it comes to this. Um, nothing grandiose, but yeah. just logical and and conservative approach to things when it comes to uh joplin considering the uh the trust between the, the community and the previous city managers okay we, we need to it needs to take a uh, a soft gloves approach i think that that's what we should be looking at there
0: okay good deal um lastly how do you intend to be the voice of the entire community that you represent if you're elected?
1: I intend to, with the diverse community that I know personally, um, you know, all the way from from lawbreakers up the chain, uh, you know, I want to be the, that voice for everyone as far as... Um, Any decisions I make, I want to make for sure it's all inclusive, not just uh, for the betterment of the top ten, but also uh, do my best to make for sure that the the bottom ten have have their their say as well. Um, You know, I'm going to be a loud voice. I intend on being a loud voice. I don't. uh, I'm not going to sit there idly. I will ask questions and make for sure that uh, before I vote, I know. Uh, as much information as possible.
0: Mm-hmm. So that also goes for us AT and T customers. Is Absolutely. What
1: you're All right, good
0: deal. Josh, <laughs> thank you for participating. In this. Thanks. For now, having I'd like me, Joe. to. Well, I'd like to close out by offering you the microphone uh, for a closing statement. Uh, help yourself. Anything you'd like to tell voters in conclusion?
1: Um, really, just vote Bard on April seventh. Uh, like I said, I'm running for the four year general. Um, I will be a voice, a voice of reason, a voice that you can actually come to. You know, I'm going to take the transparency thing hopefully to the next level, uh, provided it's it's admitted um, or permitted, not admitted, but permitted. Uh, I want to be one of those open-door type council people. I don't want to be someone that you feel like you can't approach because of who I am, but I want to be one of those people that you can see me in public, come up to me and, and know that... Um, i'll be listening
0: all right thank you for your time i appreciate you stopping by afterward. thanks joe thank i appreciate you, you man <laughs> And that concludes this interview in our Candidate Cast series. We hope that this interview helps you make a more informed decision on Election Day, which is on April 7. More information about this race and many other elections across the region can be found at JoplinGlobe.com, all the way to election night and beyond. I'm Joe Hadsell, and from all of us at the Globe, thank you for listening and caring about the future of your community.